I think we've all acknowledged that 2020 hit us like a Mack truck in every chakra. So now we can make our New Year's resolutions and get back on track at being better and setting goals, right? Well, I'm going to say not so fast. Welcome to Ready, Get Centered, Go. I'm Jess Goulding. Last week, we listened to each chakra and asked ourselves how 2020 affected us in all areas of our lives. If you haven't listened yet, I encourage you to go back to last week's episode and download the accompanying PDF at jessgoulding.com slash 2020 and spend 15 to 20 minutes asking yourself those questions. I really feel looking back is imperative to moving forward with wisdom and right action. So that's jessgoulding.com slash 2020 or just follow the link in the show notes. Now, as I look around and listen to the chatter online and with students, it seems that people are setting their agendas and closing in on what they want to do and how they want to improve this year. Well, I'm going to share a little secret. I balk at the word improve. In my opinion, self-improvement implies a lack at the level of the self. I'm not saying there isn't great advice out there for best practices and ways to improve certain functions and develop talent or skill. This is right effort, and I applaud it. But at a deeper level, I believe self-improvement actually closes us down energetically. It starts from a negative standpoint of not enoughness. I think it has a basis in shame. And as shame is the shadow of our third chakra, our will and ability to manifest in the world, I think we unconsciously create resolutions out of our shame rather than creating dreams out of possibility. And what do you think is the quality and longevity for those things created out of shame? I'm going to guess it's not great. So in response to this not-enoughness, we create a little agenda for ourselves as to how we're going to get better and be better. A worthy desire, but not necessarily a helpful one. In our truest form, in our deepest selves, we need no improving. All the possibility for our lives is like an acorn within us, which houses all the information you need to create the mighty oak. Practicing yoga helps reveal that mighty oak within you, and the chakras do it in a step-by-step fashion. Recently, when I was preparing to guide my class in setting intentions for the new year, I was derailed from what I had planned and was thrown into a new way of coming into a new year. We have always set intentions for the new year around this time, but what came to me in my own morning practice changed my agenda entirely. Release our agenda and open to possibility. How does that feel in your body when you think or say that phrase? Release our agenda and open to possibility, or I release my agenda and I open to possibility. Maybe it's scary, or maybe it feels free. There's some self-study to do there for sure. I believe there's a way to stay open to possibilities, yet lay the groundwork for a new year, or even a new chapter, or a new way of being. Because this life is a co-creation, we need a both-and approach to creating the life we want to lead. We need to ask the right questions, listen for wisdom's answers, and then apply right effort to what is ours to do in this world. This takes time. 
We need a way to do this mindfully with compassion and grace. We need a game plan. To me, the chakras lay out the game plan perfectly. I believe a months-long journey into the chakras in order to build the life you want, especially after the upheaval of 2020, is worthy of our attention and time. Attention to abundance, not scarcity, lays a foundation of steadiness and ease. It takes time to release what's blocking you and start moving forward with freedom and joy. Speaking your truth deserves more than a New Year's resolution. It deserves tools and practices that are easy to incorporate into your everyday life. This is what I watched myself do over the last couple of years. Believe me, I've been through clutching fear, emotional upheaval, loss, heartbreak, new visions, rebirths, and moments of complete divine inspiration and total surrender. And because I paid attention, I'm super ready and very excited to share what I learned with you. So let's pause for a moment, get centered on releasing our agenda to open to possibility. This is from my opening talk on New Year's Eve. Stay till the end, and I'll let you know how you can let possibility guide you as you set up for 2021. Welcome back to Hatha. Today, if you're doing this real time, is New Year's Eve. Last class, we took the time to acknowledge the year that we've had, which in real time was 2020, and just all the aspects of ourselves that got a little bombarded by this most difficult of years, right? We faced some fears, we acknowledged our emotions, we acknowledged what we did, we acknowledged open hearts and what came and how we had grief and broken hearts and open hearts. We um, listened with new ears to the world and the people around us and hopefully spoke up as needed. And we saw a lot of truth. We saw a lot of things we didn't see before about ourselves and our world. And hopefully we connect to source and saw that we're all connected as virus knows no boundaries and what one person does affects the rest of us. So a lot of really good juicy stuff that we took time to acknowledge. And so today I thought we'd open to our theme. Mm, That's not what I got today when I did my practice and just kind of open to what I should teach. We have to release our own agenda. That's what we're doing today. So before we can set intentions or establish a theme or resolutions, I think we have to let go of our own agenda. I don't know about you, but I find myself saying, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to go. And all that's valid. I'm not saying you shouldn't have direction. But what if we just release that agenda and that wanting and that driving and that desire forward for a little while, kind of let it go of our bodies, open up our hands from grasping and open up to an agenda we might not even know exists for us. So this is my intention today. It's a lot of releasing, 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 either of this past year, if you need more of that, or of your grasping agenda for where you want to head. Because if you learn nothing, perhaps you learned we don't control much of anything. We don't have a lot of control in this life, but we do get to decide how we want to be in what goes on. And how I want to be right now is open, 
open to where this new chapter will take me. And so that's the journey I'm offering today. And as always, feel free to do your own little journey and your own agenda. But today, this is where we're headed. So we're going to release and twist and do all the things to let go and be open to what is. Okay, so let's warm our hands by rubbing your palms together quickly. Deepen your breath. And as you settle on this feeling of warmth in your hands, let your eyes rest easily on your hands moving quickly. So eyes on your physical body help you ground and anchor into this moment. The yamas and the niyamas are the 10 ethical disciplines of our practice, such as non-grasping, non-clinging, truth, moderation. The last one, the culminating one, go ahead and rest your hands on your heart center. Feel your breath beneath your palms. The last one, the last discipline is in yoga. And actually the third part of yoga of action, how we are to be in the world is Ishvara Pranidhana. This can be translated to mean not my will, but thine or surrender or letting go and letting. So we surrender our will to the will of the universe, to God, to divine, to ultimate, to consciousness, to that thing that is bigger than you that reminds you that you don't have control over all the things. So as you breathe here, I invite you to tap into that higher power and have a sense of letting go. Release your agenda. Tap into your flow of life with a capital L, your source. Keeping our hands here, let's chant the sound of Om once together, feeling that divine vibration beneath our hands, purifying tone, one that brings us together, body, mind, spirit, community, and all. Deep breath in. Exhale all the way. Breathe into Om. So now I ask you, what if you had a way to take all that possibility and reset your life confidently and mindfully and do it with guidance and a supportive community? That's what I'm teaching this year in my new online yoga class, Chakra Savvy Reset Your Life Game Plan. 
This has been three years in the making, and now is the perfect time to launch. We will spend three weeks per chakra, from January 18 to June 18, and ask the hard questions, apply right effort, and open to the possibility in every facet of our lives. 2020 took our game board and threw it up in the air, pieces flying. This is great, nothing but possibility. Now we have the opportunity to put the pieces back the way we want them, mindfully, with compassion, confidence, and grace. If this sounds as exciting to you as it does to me, I invite, I invite you to try it out for free. January 11 through 15 is my virtual open house. Sign up at jessgoulding.com slash 2021. You can attend live classes or participate on your time with the class recording. This open house also includes my ongoing Tuesday-Thursday Hatha classes, so you can get a taste of what regular consistent yoga practice can do for you. So go to jessgoulding.com slash 2021 to try out Chakra Savvy Reset Your Life Game Plan. It's my 21-week immersive journey through all seven chakras. That includes weekly classes, life lab videos, and a toolkit box mailed to you for each chakra. I'll be talking more about this here on my podcast, as well as on Instagram and Facebook, and my weekly newsletter. So I guess you can see I'm pretty excited about this semester. I love this opportunity to share the chakra system and its applications with you in a way that is relevant, transformative, and completely doable. Remember, go to jessgoulding.com slash 2021 and register for the virtual open house. It's going to be great. And until then, I'm Jess Goulding, keeping you centered. Mm-hmm.